What up to my community? It's about that time, man. Welcome to what is now episode 78 of Ambiance Podcast. Feeling really fortunate for all of you who continue to tune in and share with your friends in inner circle. It doesn't go unnoticed. We had the pleasure of sitting down with a man blessed with a duality of talents. He goes by the name of Calvin Clausell Jr. And he is an artist and actor based in Los Angeles. He gave us many gems in this one, but one of my favorites is him sharing his perspective on how he structures his time to get things accomplished more quickly and how you can do the same. Listen through, you're going to want to hear that. Plus more on finding balance, how to use your interests to resonate with the world and much, much more. Once again, I appreciate you being here. Let's go ahead and run it. Here's episode 78 of Ambiance Podcast with Calvin Clausell Jr. What's up, y'all? This is Calvin Clausell. You are now live with Ambiance Radio. We can kind of go ahead and just roll into it, man. You're, you're somebody who has a really impressive skill of showing expression through like your shading techniques and your oil paintings. You, you use a lot of vibrant work. Yeah. And I don't know how, how, how to explain it, but you do Yeah, you do a great job of just kind of like expressing the human emotion through your oil painting. So I definitely want to get into that. Obviously, you know, you're an amazing actor as well, an artist. So kind of like a, a creative renaissance man Thank you, in bro. some sense. So, man, welcome to the podcast. Calvin Clausel, right? Clausel. Clausel. OK, <laughs> yeah. make sure I got that right from the beginning. Calvin Clausel Jr. So you grew up in Los Angeles, California, right? Yeah, I'm born and raised, um, uh, born and raised in LA, man. My family is from Compton and South Central, and so I grew up between there, Long Beach, Cerritos, uh, Buena Park, wow. OC. Yeah, so just uh, bounce around. I'm blessed enough to not have to like, I, I didn't have to like be in it, um, 24/7. Uh, but yeah, I was back and forth a lot. So it was like an interesting duality to be able to like experience both sides for sure. Yeah, man. And being exposed to so many different pockets of LA, if you're from Los Angeles, you probably already know, but like every pocket of Los Angeles has different cultures. So oh, man, I'm sure that kind of had an influence on your life as well, right? Oh, completely, man, for sure. Because even like learning how to move in different areas for sure it's like i would be in like laguna beach or something like that i'll pull up with my friends and stuff and like go to like the stores and stuff and then be like why are we being followed and then like, <laughs> and like or like going to the um you know being in south central for like a family function or something like that and then my, my parents being like yo make sure you bring you know it's like a bunch of y'all if y'all go outside don't be going outside by yourself or like don't mm -hmm. go you know like making sure you have like the fam with you um, just you have to learn how to move different in different areas for sure. A hundred percent. Just be aware of your surroundings too. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that kind of plays a role in your life now. What can I ask you, what caused you to like bounce around so much when you were younger? Um, I mean, it was just like family, man. Just like, uh, my parents finding better for us. Okay. My dad did not want me to have to grow up in the hood the way he did and have to experience the same struggles that he did. Same with my mom. She, They really wanted to be able to raise me and my sister in a better space, so they just kept leveling up and trying to like get us as further away or like into a better space as possible so okay i commend them for that for sure yeah 100 percent. i feel like your parents have one of the biggest influences on your life in addition to the culture you grow up around as well obviously yeah. where you grow up 
influences a lot of what you do. So would you say that growing up in Los Angeles also has an influence on your art and also just the type of person that you are? For sure, especially as I got older and you're able to like really pay attention to it. Because one thing about LA is a lot of people don't leave. And so it's kind of just all you know. But once I got older and I started traveling more and I'm able to like distance myself from it, then come back to it and it's like, oh, this yeah. is LA, this is my people. And even as like um, painting goes, it, took, it takes a while for any artist, I feel like, to like find the thing, you know, to find what you gravitate towards without like um, mimicking someone or like trying to be something or create something you think people want to see, like define what's real within yourself. And um, once, yeah, once I went inward and I started to realize like, what is it that I know? Like, I know LA, I know, I know black people, I know like this culture and stuff like that. So once I started to create that within my art, um, it kind of took off for me in a way. And gotcha. um, yeah, I just feel like once you like really find what genuinely uh, affects you or what you fuck with, then you know, it just kind of like works. 100%. And you, you, you touched on like finding what works for you well. How did you discover what your niche is currently? I know we talked a little bit off camera. You had a long journey that led you to the point you're at today. But yeah. what kind of compelled you to creating the type of art that you create currently? Um, man, just I feel like just paying attention. Like I just feel like as soon as I started to uh, pay attention to um, the things that I genuinely like, there are certain moments I feel like that happened in my life that, that really connected. I was always seeking um, like what that was for me. Like I'm not someone that is okay with not knowing that. I wanna know what's real within myself. And I would always like, I ask questions. I would like hop around to different galleries and try to like connect and find people. And then I ended up linking with this gallery called Band of Vices where my show currently is right now. I saw that. Um, yeah, like four four years ago. And then um, a friend of mine just brought me to like just a gallery show, you know? It was like this black owned gallery show. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I, I look at the art on the walls and especially going to shows and stuff too. I'm always like putting my myself in with the arts and I, I just saw this girl her name is Monica Ikegwu and her work is incredible she does like realism but like black culture as well and I was looking I'm like yo I can do this I don't know how I just know I just have a feeling that I can do this and then I saw all these little red dots next to the painting and I'm like damn they all so too like what you mean to tell me you can make you can really succeed at this as well. And then so I um, introduced myself to the gallerist and um, uh, they actually like took the time to have conversations with me and um, to tell me like, yo, if you really wanna make this work, you gotta, you gotta become an individual with this. You can't just paint celebrities and think that you're gonna be able to like create history. Right. You know, like you really gotta like find what works for you. And then, so I just started seeking that within myself and just trying different things. Reading was a big part of me. Um, I read this book called The Artist's Way, super popular, like popular artist book. But it really, it really did get me outside of my comfort zone. Like just trying different things. Like mm -hmm. I'm always open to just trying different things. And then when I did, um, also Nipsey passing, like I'm right. from LA and when he passed, I don't use, I, cause I was already done painting celebrities at that time. But to me, it wasn't that. It was a genuine act of inspiration. I was like, damn, I really fuck with this dude's mindset. I really appreciated what he was doing for the culture. I want to paint him, like for me. Yeah. Like, and um, I did that and then I posted it and that was the first thing in my life that went like quote unquote viral. Wow, so this was 2019, right? When he passed? Yeah. Yeah, and so um, and then when I saw, I was like, damn. So I, I put I put two and two together very easily. 
I was like, wow, so I felt genuine inspiration for this. I acted on it and then the world received it in a beneficial way. Okay. And then I started like just seeking more of that within myself. And then like little thing by little thing, man, it's always, it really is a marathon. Like the, the consistency of the pursuit of finding something within yourself is really mm. what leads you to that next thing that gets you to that next thing that gets you, you know, there's never no end thing. Yeah. And did at the, when you were coming to the realization earlier that we were talking about when you were first kind of discovering art in a sense, were you going in into it consciously thinking about like, I need to find like what works for me or were you just kind of soaking it all in and exposing yourself to it? A little bit of both, um, for sure, because I'm, I'm very submersive in a sense of going to like places and galleries and museums and um, like trying to find what works for me. And then I'm very big on just the creation within myself as well. And I'm not the kind of artist that like just scribbles and then just like, ah, no. I, I, like whenever I cre like create something, it's one canvas, I have an idea and I execute the idea. Like I don't, I'm very like, yeah, I'm very um, like, I don't even know how to call it. I'm just like, whenever I want to do something, because I'm, I'm, I come from a sports background as well. Oh, so really? like, yeah, I, I take, I ran track, I play football. I like, I love sports. Bro. I don't know why. I'm super competitive. So even in an art world, I bring a competitive energy okay. to it. Like, I'm like, I'm in my mind, I'm going to be one of the greatest artists to ever exist. I love that. Because if I, I just feel like if you're going to do something, do it at the highest potential within yourself possible. And if you can think it, you can literally create whatever you want. A hundred percent. So your, your creative process is essentially having one canvas and putting whatever ideas you have on your mind and expressing it on that canvas mm -hmm. and whatever comes out, comes out. Is well, I, sh I shoot photography as well. So okay. all of my, all of the paintings you see are a blend of my photography as well. Oh, So gotcha. I shoot, okay. I shoot film and I shoot digital. Um, and so I, it's all this, like it all coincides. Like when I started traveling, I went to New York, I just got this film camera because I was like, I just want to shoot more now because when they told me I need to create my own ideas, I was like, all right, well, that means I got to shoot my own photos. What, I can't what just year take was it. this? This was also like 2018, 2019. So it was all kind of happening around the same thing. Wow. So you really haven't been like creating these oil paintings that you've been creating for nah. too long, right? I feel like, bro. I, it was like three, I, four years ago. Yeah. Even at the, uh, the show, I just feel like, like I finally got my introduction. And then now I feel like I'm on chapter one. I feel like okay. I'm just getting started. I've been drawing and painting my whole, drawing my whole life. And then I started painting about seven years ago. But I was like, I started with black and white because I was intimidated by color. Um, I started acting and painting like seriously around the same time. Like I like discovering it. And um, yeah, I started with black and white because I was intimidated by color. And then I slowly started to like utilize color and look at YouTube videos and try to figure that out. And then I would like paint like internet photos and then like, or I would paint like celebrities. And then like the, the quality was there, but the subject matter wasn't. Mm, and so okay. as I started to develop my own subject matter and things that interest me, then it started to like take off for me in a way. Got you, you kind of found like your space right mm -hmm. you found like what works for you and you kind of went with it and i it seems to be paying dividends for you now and i feel like it's crazy to think about how you don't need to be doing something for a crazy amount of years in order to see the fruits of your labor from that i think that's oftentimes a misconception where people think that you have to work at something for like a whole lifetime before you see success sometimes like in your case it's like 
I don't know if it's because you applied this like athlete mindset you're talking about, but it seems like you've excelled in like an extremely short amount of time. Yeah, that part is because of the work though. I put in mad hours, bro, because of like, I, I follow people like Kobe, I follow people like mm. Jordan, I follow people like Bron. Like I fuck with the mindset of putting everything you have. Once I tapped in, I was like, oh, okay, this, I have it. I just feel like I got something. I don't know what it is yet, but I got something. I owe it to myself to see what that is. So even this last, the last two years of my life, after I met um, the homie AJ and like, uh, I was just like, I gotta see what it looks like if I give everything to these two years. Ooh, like I, okay. I gotta see what it looks like. Cause I've been, I was like doing both as acting and art is kind of, it's, it's a lot in a way of like, it's two different careers that you gotta start from the ground up. Yeah. And so trying to do both has been a lot. So this last year I told myself, I'm gonna give less energy to that and focus more energy to this. I'm still open to acting, but my energy is not fully invested as it was for this year. And then, and then I ended up getting a solo show in Italy. And then I did that. And I had to do like, yeah, I'm super blessed. It it completely changed my way of looking at the world in a way of like, wow, you really can work hard for something and succeed. Like, you know, it's like sometimes you got to see it to believe it. You believe it. But then it's like after you see it, it's like, wow. Yeah. It's kind of like stacking up the wins, which builds your confidence, because it's one thing for somebody to tell you that, like, you stay true to the grind. You know, you're going to be successful in whatever it is that you're doing if you just don't quit. But once you set a goal for yourself and accomplish it, then it opens the door to like other goals that you have and accomplishing those goals. And then the, I feel like the confidence just kind of grows from there, right? 100%. And then you start believing in yourself more. Yeah, 100%, bro. So like, yeah, I set out to do that. Um, I ended up doing two solo shows in one year. And like, even like literally this month, I finally got to like kind of decompress. And um, my girl who's here, she always like tells me like, you need to think about what has happened these Reflect, past two years. Right? Yeah, Cause like it's so easy as artists to be like, all right, well, on to the next thing. It's like, I got, you know, like, I mean, I, you know, it's so easy to not stop moving. Yeah. And so I'm, I've been in this space this whole month of just like really decompressing and reflecting. Cause like when you do give that much energy to something for over two years, and then you finally get your head up and you're like, oh, wow. So this is, this is where I'm at now. Okay, cool. Like I didn't, I didn't know. Like even like something with oil painting is such an isolating, like, thing to do like i'm in the crib dolo most of the time like sometimes 12 hours a day just painting painting smoke my weed i'm kicking it and i'm painting (laughs) bro like listening to music podcasts i'm learning a lot though i listen to a lot of podcasts i listen to a lot of books audio books i listen to a lot of just videos i just try to learn as much as i can kind of work both sides of my brain at the same time but even that can become like exhausting yeah i could imagine so you sound like somebody who kind of soaks up knowledge as much as possible and applies it to your work and your life and it's it's a hell of a time to be reflecting too obviously we're closing out the new the the old year of 2022 heading into the new year so can you speak on that what type of energy are you heading into like 2023 with what kind of expectations do you have for yourself and can you what are you taking from this like period of reflection from your life and how are you gonna apply it to next year yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot about that, man. And, and right now I'm in a space of just creating to, going back to creating to create. I'm very goal oriented. Mm. I live my life like I'm training like for like a marathon or something. And like, 
um, I have this this reputation of being very disciplined. Like I'm very disciplined in my arts, in my gym workout routine, and like, and I can be kind of a routiney individual. So I'm kind of just giving myself a chance to release that, and just like I just want to paint, like get back in the space of painting. Like so much of my life on this grind of like being able to do this has been like painting to get this thing done. I'm painting for like Art Basel. I had to do like multiple paintings for that. Then I, right after that, I'm on to Italy. And then right after that, I'm on to my solo show in LA. And then it's just been nonstop of like, I haven't really got to paint just for like, I just wanna, I don't know, I'm gonna just paint for like 30 minutes today and then like go about my life. I haven't really had that yet. So I'm excited to just be able to create. I'm getting my own art studio soon. Oh, fire. Um, yeah, we have a dope uh, like high ceiling loft vibe at our crib. So it makes it easier. A lot of natural light to paint where we're at now, but I want to be able to differentiate from home and work. I think that's important for me to be able to like not come into the living room and be like thinking about painting. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I can relate to you with that mm -hmm. as well, being in this space right now, which I've communicated to you that I live in as well. How do you find a balance between the two? Is it something that you found or is it something you're kind of working through currently? Man, honestly, there is no balance, bro. Like, I feel like the balance comes with time. Cause like, I look at it like a pendulum. Like you go all in on this thing and then you're over here and then over time, the balance finds you. Oh, like, okay. even when it comes down to acting and stuff, like finding the balance between that, I just try to be as open and receptive to whatever this universe is bringing me. And then like, I feel like the if balance is what you're seeking, the balance will come from the things that come into your life in the direction that you look to give yourself some space a little bit. But when you're putting something into it, like also one thing I, I'm trying to do when it comes down to balance is like, if it's in the beginning of your day, like differentiating the days. Yeah, I was even talking to her about this too. We were listening to this guy, I forgot his name, but he was talking about the 24 hour day is kind of over, bro. Like it's not what it used to be because we can get so much done so much faster. And like, so if you allow yourself a slot, like if you wake up at seven or whatever, you wake up from seven to 1 p.m., that's a day. You can get so much done between 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. Yeah. And then you have another day. Like, so it's especially for me because I had to learn how to, instead of painting for 12 hours a day every day, which is about work required. Um, also, it's like some days may require you to work 12 hour days. Other days, go to the beach. Like, go travel, mm -hmm. get away, like, do something else outside of it because you want to fill your life, make your life more whole, opposed to feeling like you got to be doing this thing 24 7. It's not, you know, it's not that deep. Yeah, that's interesting. I never heard, it, heard that type of perspective on it. So it's kind of like your perception of time mm -hmm. and how you're going to be managing that time moving forward. I think there's like something that Elon Musk has said where it's like, let's say you have a project or a task you need to get done. If you give yourself a week to do it, it'll take a week to do it. If exactly. you give yourself a month to do it, it'll take a month to do it. If you give yourself five hours to do it, you'll get it done in five hours. So it kind of sounds like that's what you're kind of getting at too with that whole ideology. Exactly. And I'm, I'm really excited also because like, again, I feel like the balance comes from, I gave myself two years to focus on art. Now I'm, I'm circling back to being like, yeah, I miss, I miss acting. You know, I miss like mm. diving in to character. I miss like going to school for it. So I'm, I'm ready to dive back into something else as well. Like I'm still going to be painting, like, yeah. but I want my paintings to be scarce. I understand that I'm only going to be able to create a certain amount of paintings in my lifetime. I want each of those to matter. I want yeah. each one to count. Like, you know, so 
I don't want to just be OD painting every day and like just punching out like painting nah, just the paint. Get, yeah, no, nah, if you get a Calvin Clausel painting, that's gonna mean something one day. Fire. So I want to just continue to focus on other aspects of my life and let that increase. And then the paintings are gonna be what the paintings are regardless. So I just want to live some more life, and then that way I can implement that into my art as well. Is that is that where you draw your inspiration from? Just kind of like living life, and that allows you to you know, express it through your medium? 100%, bro. Like, I never, like, no, I'm from, like, my family's from Compton, bro. Like, I was on a yacht in fucking, or on a boat in, in Capri, Italy, and, like, like me and my girl, I'm just, like, chilling, like, the day of my show, like, this this is life right now. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Like, that they set crazy, us up. Man. Like, it was, it was just such a beautiful thing. So, like, and then, like, I went to the Louvre in Paris. I went to Paris after. I went to the Louvre in Paris and got to see, like, the art and got to see everything. And it's, like, not a lot of black art. They even took a chance on me. Yeah. Like, putting, like, black art into Capri, Italy. Because I was walking the streets and people were looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? And I was like, I don't know. I'm dressed like this yeah, and I'm here. What's up? I'm here. Yeah. yeah I belong so, here, too. Exactly. So, bringing... I'm taking every little thing from that and like putting that into my work and just learning from just different people and stuff, you know. Man, from Compton to Capri. Facts. That's what that's what <laughs> that's what the caption, bro. <laughs> from Facts. Compton to Capri, I love that. Yeah. So something we uh, we touched on or that you touched on rather was swaying between two different mediums with art and acting. Mm-hmm. I had a guest come on and it kind of reminds me kind of reminded me of what you were saying. I'm not sure if are you familiar with Will Nichols. He's a fire photographer, really fire photographer, but he explained this concept of creative buckets where as an artist such as yourself has many different mediums to express themselves in, like it's kind of like filling up your creative bucket in one area once that gets full it's like transitioning to your other bucket filling that up and you're kind of juggling between filling up your creative buckets because at certain times like you said you kind of can only devote a certain amount of time to a certain art to where you're kind of like forcing it at one point. You know exactly, what I mean? Like yeah. like you said, you have to go back to get inspiration before you continue to fill up that bucket. Yeah, man, that's so true because art is like, it's different than like, that's the one aspect that's different than sports. There's no strict regimen on like being creative. You know, like yeah. you can set things up as much as you want. You can put things in place um, to help you with your creative endeavors as much as you can. But it's a feeling, especially like I'm in a space now where I'm really like I'm 33 now and I'm really in a space of like, man, I'm trying to just like, like simplify some things, you know, like I just want to be able to like like be with my family as well, like, and just like kick it and just create that space. Because when you are on these, these ventures and, you know, even with the podcast, it's like when you got to put in work, you got to put in work, you sacrifice things like family, like relationships, like you, you sacrifice a lot when you really are out here to get it. And like that can come at a cost. So you have to be okay with that cost. But you also like, I'm in a space now where I'm circling back. I gotta Mm. like, I can't forget about the people that I love. And I haven't been able to spend as much time with my mom or my dad or something like that to be able to like, you know, just soak in some more moments. Cause that's, that's all this is at the end of the day. It's like, I don't want to get so caught up into my goals that I forget about the people that you know, I love the most in this, in this thing too. So yeah, man, the constant struggle of trying to balance everything in life. Cause obviously if you're going to be super successful, whatever you're going to do, it comes at comes with sacrificing 100%. different areas. So your girlfriend's here. Do you have, is she very graceful in like understanding <laughs> the amount of time and effort that you put into these other? She definitely is bro. <laughs> because there, it, 
it's it's definitely not easy um, to like, especially when you live together, and it's like she. I, I mean, I'm painting at the crib, and like so, but she's she's been so helpful along this journey. She helped me put together like the uh, the creative direction for many of my my paintings for this latest series that I did titled Bloom. Fire. And um, she's been my muse multiple times. Like so, she's actually two of the pieces that I've done in my show are of her. And um, like just the, the aspect of understanding, and it's about like how open I can be and how um, proactive I can be. It's about being fully present. Like I feel like no matter what, especially in a relationship, you can do whatever you want if you have an understanding partner. You have to just be present when you are there. Yeah. I used to be in a space where I would be like with her, like we go on a date and I'm thinking about work still. And it's like, I'm halfway in. You can't be yeah, halfway in. I, I gotta see what be, you mean. Yeah, I got to be all in when I'm working. If I'm there, I'm really there. I'm painting. I'm getting my shit done. And then if I tell her it's a date night or something like that, then I got to release. Release. I'm there. This is what we're doing now. Or if I'm telling her, like I told her, like even at the beginning, I'm like, I have, I'm not going to have much time this year. Like, there, we're going to be able to have some moments, but this year is something that I've dedicated to this thing. And she wrote with me throughout this whole thing, so I appreciate her like crazy for that. Love that. So compromising, too, on, on your time as well. And I, I think that's of the utmost importance. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Having a relationship where the, the other person understands and is willing to go through that struggle with you. Because mm -hmm. me, currently, I'm in a relationship where I have a girlfriend who is very understanding of this type of lifestyle that I'm living and the amount of work and time that it goes into it. Yeah. But I remember other relationships where my significant other was more like competing with my passion for the mm. time, you know what I mean? So it's just like, for you, for to, to have the type of career you're having, it's important to be able to find somebody who caters to that rather than competes with it. Yeah, so, and one thing I've learned too is that like, cause she's doing her own thing too. It's not like I'm just the only one doing it. Like we're both creative. She also acts, she also is doing her thing with amazing. modeling and many other things. So I've learned to, I can be very consumed with myself. And I know that about myself. So I've had to learn how to, when it's her moment, I got to be present with her moment as well. I got to be there for her when she needs me as well. Because, like, we help each other read for self-tapes and all that stuff. And sometimes it can be a lot. So it's about being able to discern when it's, like, is it too much? Or when is it, like, like in, even, again, just being open and, like, having the dialogue. Like, I can't, I can't do it right now. Yeah. Or, you know, like, mm -hmm. or I can be here right now. But, again, if you're going to be there... If you say you're going to be able to help, if you say you're going to be able to be present, you got to be present. Absolutely, man. You guys seem like a match made to heaven, bro. It sounds really <laughs> dope, honestly. I'm sure there's like, obviously, everybody has their own like struggles and like things to work out within a relationship. But it seems like you guys have found like a good working like aspect to your relationship, which is honestly like really, really beautiful to see. Yeah, it's forever growing and forever changing. So we're, mm -hmm. it's it's about just being open and just being able to ride with the wave of where this life is taking us you know absolutely yeah so speaking more back towards your childhood actually when you're growing mm -hmm. up in compton did your parents have like some sort of creative skill or how were you first exposed towards like fine art or just art in general what was that first like creative spark you had um one thing i could say my parents never really um like put that on me like they never put a paintbrush in my hand but one thing my, I, I love about my parents is they never neglected anything I said I wanted to do 
Mm. Any, I was so open. I was so free to do whatever I wanted to do. Like, and my mom was like the biggest supporter of anything I wanted to do. Like I said, I, I saw a drum line with Nick Cannon. It was like, I want a drum set. She got me a fucking drum set. <laughs> <laughs> and I like saw another, I, I like, I, cause I learned how to play the piano. I learned how to play the guitar all because I was like, I don't know. I'm thinking about playing this. I've always been like creative and she would always be like, all right, well go get a guitar or go get this or go get like a keyboard or like, even if I came home or if I bought it myself or whatever, they'd just be like, oh, that's dope. Like, you know, do whatever. And I was always, I was always like a night owl and I was always up late. I used to draw like Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z characters and oh, stuff like that. Oh, so you like were that. still kind of sketching back then? Always. Just, okay. Yeah, I was always sketching. I was, I used to think I was uh, going to be an animation artist for Disney. Oh, wow. Um, but I didn't realize that that meant like computers <laughs> I, I had no idea i was young so i was like i don't know i just knew i can i knew i can create i knew i could recreate those characters but i've always had this ability to recreate anything that i see okay so i i that's why i learned that my creativity comes from my photography the more creative i can get with my photography the more creative i can get with my ideas and the more i can put that on something i can recreate whatever and then each thing has its own form. Painting is so different than like a photo, but like the life, what, what I'm trying to accomplish on the painting, always ends up taking on a life of its own, so. Got you. And I've noticed in your paintings, you incorporate a lot of like vibrancy. Usually it's very uh, colorful and vibrant. And also, it seems like there's a common theme of incorporating uh, flower petals or floral design. So talk about the importance of that and how that plays a role in your creative process. Um, yeah, so my first, um, the first show I had this year was uh, titled The Color of Love. And that was all black people. I wanted to, uh, and it was all people that I knew. It was my sister, my cousin, my brother-in-law. Like, like there's this quote by Denzel, the universal stems from the specific. You know, like everything, this life stems from you going inward. Like even with the podcast and you interviewing the homies, people that you know mm -hmm. or creatives that you're inspired by or whatever, it's specific to you, but the universal response to it. You know, gotcha. so the art is very similar to me in, in that aspect. And so I wanted to bring African-American culture, L.A. culture to Italy because I know they don't see that. Yeah. You know, the people point. I'm around, like I was around out there, like they don't know like what it looked like when we the way we dress or the way we move and stuff like that. And I painted it in large scale because I wanted us to be larger than life. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and it was like very simplistic because I don't feel like black people need to do anything. People always want us to do something, play a sport, do this, do that. We don't need to do shit. All we have to do is exist. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's beautiful enough and real enough to be seen. And um, this one, I, I really wanted to like I'm home. I'm in L.A. I had my first show like like where I'm from. I really thought about the things that. I love also, and one thing that changed my life, um, again, being from LA, like I never saw nature the way I, I could. So I ended up going to Big Sur, like 2016, something like that, up north. I've always wanted to go there. Changed my life, bro. Really? Incredible. How so? Um, just, cause at, the, at that time, I was very lost in a way. I was very open and receptive to receiving whatever, whatever. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing, where I was at. This is before I really got into acting. This is before I really got into art. Um, and I had a friend that just like hit me up one day randomly. He's like, yo, I'm going to Big Sur. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, let's, let's go. I was in that energy. You I got know? you. I didn't, have, I didn't have a reason not to. <clears throat> and then, um, so we ended up going 
And it's just the natural beauty of nature. Like I realized, I, it's like some things you don't know. It was just like a new thing. You know, like when you get to travel and you experience something new and it's like, damn, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know I love this so much. I didn't know it could be this beautiful. I didn't know God can be so massive in this way. And we ended up going to like this natural hot springs called um, Elysian, I think. And uh, I'd never seen that many stars in my entire life. It was a shooting star maybe every 10 seconds. And I wow. was like, wow, it just like, you could see like the Milky Way galaxy. And it was just like clear. And then the ocean is right there. And then like, we're surrounded by these beautiful redwood trees and like, um, just, and then no phone. I was like, just, I was very present. And um, yeah, it just changed my life in the way of being able to look at like the stillness and the calmness and how natural and beautiful things can be. And so um, I haven't, I, that never left me. I even have a tattoo on my, uh, uh, on my arm now of a redwood tree. Wow, had <laughs> yeah. that big of an impact Bro, on you, like completely. damn. Yeah, like I love nature, I'm a very calm person. So like to be able to like sit and meditate, just be around nature like that was something that was like big for me. So I love like flowers and trees and um, plants and just like, for me, the whole concept of bloom was the fact of like, we can be so consumed, especially being in a city with so many different things that we miss sunsets all the time. We miss yeah. sunrises. We miss like being able to be present and look at a beautiful flower for a second because we're always on the go. We're always doing something. And even if you're having a bad day, the sun is probably still shining, bro. Yeah. Like things are still, it's still beautiful. So you got to be able to like detach yourself from that and connect more to nature. And so some of my, my um, photos or paintings is like titled All the Love We Cannot See or All the, All the uh, Love We Cannot Feel. And then like I wrapped our faces in flowers because the beauty is wrapped all around us and sometimes we still don't acknowledge it. I love that. So yeah, it's like it has a lot to do, the, the symbolism has a lot to do with our connection and love of nature because we're all one and the same. Like flowers are sensitive they need a specific amount of sunlight and water to grow we're the same like we need these things also we need love we need nurturing in order to be able to really bloom into who we want and we have different phases of blooming like you probably didn't know you were going to do a podcast like 10 years ago i don't no, know i didn't yeah. and you bloomed into whatever that is and then from here you're going to bloom into something else so wow. we're always forever changing and growing you know man that's beautifully said i always like you know, it's looking at the art is one thing and drawing your own conclusion from it, but hearing it from the horse's mouth is a completely different thing. And that's really beautiful to think about how you thought of all of that and were cognizant of it when you were creating, you know what I mean, these pieces. So how, how did you like go into that process? Is this something that you were like completely cognizant of like while you were doing it? Or is this something that like created like itself within the process of it if that makes sense it definitely created itself within the process <clears throat> because i'm the kind of person where i'll get an idea and then i'll i don't know i'll just run with it like i'm very i don't you know some people get ideas and be like oh, i don't know or like then you gotta like work them i've never been that kind of person i'm more of a like throw the dart i don't know throw the fucking dart <laughs> and wherever it goes i'm like oh, okay word and then i'll throw it again and like I just had this idea and then I just like connected with it. And I was like, oh, this is actually dope. 
And then I was like, well, why, I don't, why is it, why do I connect to it in this way? And then I started to come up with the thing. And then so, especially like even when I got to see each, when I got to see the show for myself for the first time, getting to see each painting breathe. Cause like when I'm creating in my crib or the studio, it's like each painting just, I finish it and I, I put it aside. Cause I did each painting that would take me normally a month to do. I did it in a week or two. Wow, so a week. Was, yeah, nonstop, bro. Each of, of those paintings I did within two weeks. Wow, and that's so impressive. Man, thank you, bro. But it was it was a lot. So I didn't really really get to see the paint. Like, and it's almost like when you create a movie, like that you can direct whatever you want. But then like after you're putting it together and you finally see it, it has a, it has a life of its own in a way. And so. Art is kind of a very similar thing in my process. So, Got you. Talk about yeah. the feelings that that gives you when you're at the exhibition and you see the finished product. Like, how, like what does that do for you when you're, like, seeing the final product? Man, it's so fulfilling, bro. It's, it's very fulfilling because it, it feels like... I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like... Oh, this is this is what it was. This is what I was trying to say because it's so it's art is so beyond, especially for me because I try to go as deep as possible, and it's it's so beyond on the surface, and you never know. Even like I didn't I didn't realize that all of the mouths were covered. Like oh. I didn't I don't think about that. I'm just like creating, you know. And then it's just like little things like that. Like or I didn't realize like it's just random little things about like the the cohesiveness within the pieces. And then, then like just to be able, especially this last one for me, to be able to because this shit was so hard, bro. Like really? to do everything that I did these past few years has been in incredibly hard <laughs> like, like, and um but i just felt like I, I i put myself through the mud in this way just because and like it worked it, it paid off like more paintings have sold before, like i think i sold more than half the paintings before the show even opened. wow yeah so like just <clears throat> and even going to um europe and this, all of it's just like man like it's worth it for me, it was worth it, and like it's, it just felt like I ran a marathon, and then I got to see the beauty of something that I've been like planning and putting together for a long time. So it was very fulfilling, grateful, and satisfying for sure to see it. Yeah, and it, I think what you spoke to earlier about just the inner bloom, it speaks to me personally because, like you said, I wasn't necessarily wanting to get into the, into this podcast game, and I think it goes to the same for anybody listening or watching. A lot of people necessarily weren't intentional in getting into what they are into creatively but it's following that like inner intuition towards whatever it is you're trying to do like i relate to you also i used to be an athlete as well um nice. in my in my previous life and i stumbled upon you know this show by being in college and doing a radio show there and i was mm -hmm. like i like this a lot and it kind of set me up for after i graduated i was just like i'm gonna keep doing this yeah. you know what i mean F like kind of fell into it and into my lap so definitely blooming into constant things. And you never know, in another five to 10 years, you might be doing something else yep. again too. So you're constantly evolving, kind of like a flower. Yeah, right? and honestly just, I've, and you, you paid attention to the sign of something that you truly connected to though. And it's been the same, even with acting, it's like I, little victories, bro, like are something that have kept me going throughout this creative process or even like an entrepreneurial process in life. Um, there's been so many times like, even like I, I told you before, like I wouldn't recommend doing it the way that I did it to other people because 
I sacrificed a lot. And like, I, and even at this time, like I had to learn the difference between sacrificing and self-sabotage mm. because even again, my girl asked me before, like I was, I, when I did the, the first thing I booked theatrically was a show called Snowfall. And, um, I ended up, I, I auditioned for like a one day co-star, like just, you know, um, I was suit and I, I ended up getting it, but I'm like super grateful and crying. I finally, I got the gym. Like, I'm like, Oh man, this is crazy. Like, I finally get started. And then I just gratitude. I feel like just expands, uh, moments and experiences for you. And then they hit me back. Like, yo, not only do they want you on the show, but you're going to be on the show for five episodes. And then like, I ended up going on for six episodes and two seasons. And wow. what that did for me was like, help me establish relationships with people on the show. It helped me like, cause it's, it's a community. You know, so like that moment helped change the trajectory of my life. But then I went from the red carpet of Snowfall, the first season I did it, back on the couch at home. And I'm oh, like, wow. she even asked me, like, why aren't you allowing yourself to succeed in all areas of your life? And I had to look at myself like, damn. And I it's thought it's because I thought I had to go through the mud. I was like, Tyler Perry slept in his car, Kevin Hart slept in his oh, car, everybody yeah. sleeps in their car and struggles and does a thing. I'm like, no, nigga, sometimes it's supposed to be easy. And then I had to get used to, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to get used to um, things working out as well as they were for me. Like, and then sometimes you can like, well, why is this like, you know, because again, like my, my, my dad's a mailman and my mom, she does hair and like both successful in their own ventures. But I was making more money than like, I was like, yo, this is, I don't know this, you know, yeah. and I had to get used to it. And then, um, but yeah, little things just continued to happen for me in that front too, which is the reason why I'm still acting. Cause even right after Snowfall, um, I got killed off of Snowfall. Spoiler for anybody who haven't seen it. <laughs> um, and then I ended up booking uh, King Richard with Will Smith. Yes, all that. The following, well, literally, I got killed off on Friday. I'm on set with Will Smith Monday. Wow, it happened like that. It happened like that, bro. So, like, just signs of, like, you know, like, wow, okay, this is another sign. And, like, I believe that you can't be anywhere physically that you weren't already energetically. Because in my mind, I've been, I know I can hang with this dude. I know I can, I know I was, I, I'm standing, standing across from this guy. He's one of my idols. And I'm like, I, I belong here. You know, believing like, that you're worthy mm -hmm. of being there is a huge thing 100%. for sure. Yeah. And I think that relates to, like you said, a constant theme in your life. Like if you're constantly thinking like, I have to go through a struggle in order to get something, it's probably because you've, you've seen that throughout your entire life, right? Yeah. You've experienced like struggle happening in order for people to be successful yeah. but if you create a space of yourself believing in it i think that allows the blessings to, to come to fruition right yeah 100 percent. and just releasing imposter syndrome and all of it bro because, that's a huge thing yeah because <clears throat> a lot of my family I, I feel like i'm it's like i'm the one that was has been set up in the position to like you know i feel like a lot of creatives like we carry the burden or the blessing is both of being the one to do it yeah you know like i didn't have like people that i didn't have uncles like me that was doing what i'm doing you know and i have some nieces and nephews now and i always tell them like yo use me i i can help you you know like this is what we're supposed to do like even as far as i told you like being able to give game because like 
I, you don't have like there's certain things you can learn from other people that you don't have to go through for yourself exactly like, experience is the biggest teacher for sure but if you're present enough to pay attention to what other people are trying to get what game they're trying to give you you can avoid certain things that you you know what like you don't have to go through 100 percent, and the knowledge is out there you just have yeah. to kind of seek it sometimes there's so many resources nowadays with technology and just podcasts like you mm -hmm. know what i mean like we're doing there's so many gems out there that you can apply to your own life and i feel like there's almost no excuse at this point like you have if you if you want to do something there is a resource for you to yeah. you know what i mean manifest that the only thing with that and what i tell people too about simplifying is there's this thing called the paradox of choice mm. we have so many options that it makes people freeze you know a lot of people uh, don't yeah. know it's because there's a thousand million different podcasts to watch but if you know what you want like if you have an idea of what you want to do go all in for whatever that is like you know that's all all anybody is doing is just like that we see succeeding is that they're all in on what yeah. they want to do like kobe was all in nipsey was all in like you're all in that's why you have a setup like this because yeah, you're man. in it bro mm -hmm. like it's the same thing with me with art i'm all in same thing with acting i'm all in on whatever i'm choosing to do i'm fully investing my time and energy into doing it there's no like it's hard for people to even if they don't really know it yet it's hard for people to respect somebody that's tiptoeing and like yeah because it's like what do you like make a choice yeah you know? yeah it's that's it's, it's crazy because that's something that's internal that mm -hmm. you have to find for yourself it's not something that you can get from somebody else you know what i mean it's not like a information thing it's something that like you have to just believe in yourself yep. and go full force and it's crazy these days because everything's so like saturated and like there's so much competition with a lot of people doing the same thing, mm -hmm. but you almost have to block that noise out, right? And just focus on your own journey. Yeah, bro, because competition is, and especially in the creative endeavor, is a fallacy. Because if you, from a spiritual standpoint, <clears throat> there are only certain things that I can do that other people can't. There's only certain things and certain listeners that will gravitate towards you. Like, even, you, like, I... Even at my show, I said that your gift will make room for you. Like it's, it's real. Whatever you decide to do, like the especially with acting, you realize that the roles you get were always going to be yours. Like I've auditioned enough and have not gotten enough things and have gotten enough things to see and know that oh this one was mine because I got it. It came out. It was a real thing. Like it. Like for anything to come together like that in my mind is a miracle. Because it takes so much planning and, and creating from so many different people that, like, for this to actually come to fruition is a miracle. And I'm like, that means that this one was always mine. Whatever mm. listeners you get were always yours. Whatever guests you get were always yours. There's I love that. never a thing with all the people. That, no, it's, it's billions of people. It's always going to be something for somebody. So I come from a place of abundance. I don't come from a place of, like, the only competition I have is, like, me, bro. Like, if I'm able to come with it the next day even after like days of not seeing a reward or a year of not seeing any kind of like reward the ability to be able to come with it the next day is like me better than yesterday and that's all that matters to me man i love this mindset that you got have, have you always been this conscious have you always been this aware of like how you think or is this something that's evolved into what it is now it's for sure something that's evolved man like through reading a lot through life experience and one thing i had to learn from is that like there's levels to it because 
that once you once you figure certain things out, there is no going back for sure when it comes down to like presence and acknowledging and stuff like that. But then I feel like there's tears because like once you learn something, you get tested on like how much you actually learn. You have to like we're forever evolving. So again, it's like you have to be able to figure out the next stage of that because then whenever you pray for something or desire something, it's the universe will give you the ability to prove yourself into this next thing it's not it doesn't just hand things on your lap like if you say you want to be more of a peaceful person it's going to give you an opportunity to show it's going to test you, you right it's going to test you yeah. and then like from that the momentum builds and then but i've lost momentum i've like thought i knew things and had to like figure it out and then like i've gotten humbled in many areas that i thought i knew and it's just like it's so i'm just like humbly figuring shit out the way everybody else is bro <laughs> but i yeah. feel good about who i am and where i am and where i'm going and that's what gives me confidence got you so it sounds like you've lived a lot of life that's built up this knowledge that you have man because what you're sharing is gems in terms of like just how you can want something and how you manifest it and create it and just you know what i mean work towards whatever that goal is mm -hmm. and i think that to your point earlier, what what you've been through like may not be the recipe for somebody else. Like everybody has their own journey right. because what works for somebody else may not work for you. You know what I mean? Some people have connections that you don't have, so you have to make different moves in order to get to where you want to be. Like not everybody can follow a cookie cutter blueprint to. That's a fact, man. And and, and just trust in the journey too, bro. Because in my early twenties, I was an EMT. I did nine one one response. I was on my way to becoming a fireman, like, just because I thought that's, I didn't, I just like, like, what is security? Like, what is, like, I don't know. Like, let me just try wow. to figure this out. And then, like, that shit was hard. Acting and I get to, I literally, bro, I have moments where I'm sitting and I'm like, I get to color for a living. <laughs> like, 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 what? Facts. Like, that shit is beautiful, bro. Yeah. And then, like, being able to just, like, it comes so naturally to me. So I'm just, I thank God that I have the energy and, like, the mindset to pursue something like this because it can be, some people be like, ah, oh, it's not going to be taken serious. Like, nah, like, you can, any, anything that, that you choose to do really can evolve and grow into whatever you desire it to be. And you're a living example example of that too you so you used to be want to be a firefighter i didn't want to be i thought i needed to be you thought you needed to be yeah because okay. my dad had a stable job he was like you know because I'm, I'm 20 21 i don't know what i'm doing or like where what direction i wanted to go in i was somebody like especially being from la i didn't think that like hollywood was there like it just seemed like something i still watched on the movies like i'm on the other side of the tent Freeway. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't grow up in like you know thinking that. Oh, my parents take me to auditions. Like no, I didn't. None of that was real. Like I thought I was too cool and I love sports. I thought I was gonna go to the Olympics, bro, for for track and field. Yeah, I was like the number two jumper in the state my senior year for long jump, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go. And then like, but I didn't have the academics for like the colleges that were looking at me. And then it was just like just didn't manifest the way that I thought it was, but I didn't have the mindset that I, that I have today yeah. either. So just, again, just trusting the journey because, like, you never really know where everything is taking you, but just being open to evolve and learn along the way is what's important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people can relate to that because we're kind of in this creative renaissance right now where Definitely. you can learn a skill and you can work towards these goals and become and have these careers that a lot of people have. 
And I think, you know, I think there's good and bad about social media, but a good part about it is you're able to see people that are like you that are excelling in whatever field Mm -hmm. that you want to excel in. You know what I mean? I think before this whole creative renaissance that we're kind of talking about, like our parents' generation, they were just taught to have security. You know, they were raised Mm -hmm. in the industrial revolution. So wanting a career in entertainment or creative arts is kind of like foreign to them and it's unsafe. So they don't know like that it could potentially work out for you or that it's as lucrative as it is today. So Mm -hmm. I think that being able to see that for yourself and like the younger generation being able to grow into that, we're gonna only get like more creative and more talented Mm -hmm. like artists coming up in the new age, right? And one thing I would say for sure is like for, for that, for those people who are on along the way is knowing that what you got is real and not letting the financial aspect of it dictate how you feel. Mm. One thing I learned is that like, cause you know, like on this journey, you put so much work into things before it actually gets to take off financially. Sometimes it's like, and, and yeah, even though I feel like it did happen pretty quickly for me, but like during those years of, or two years or whatever, when I'm pay, I'm painting for free, you know, like yeah, the things don't take off until the show. And then like this, and then like, so it's not the same thing as like starting a, a like having a startup or like doing a pop, you know, like the shit, like don't pop off until it pops off. But then after it does, it's like, I'm on, a, I'm on here now. Like that's, let's get it. But like throughout that process, I had sometimes let it dictate how I felt about myself. And that's like, no. That's not who you are. It's what you're experiencing. Is it in that sense? Is it kind of like if you're not making money from the art, then you're not validated for right. yourself? Is that, that kind of like? Yeah, you- for sure. Because like at, at some points it's like, oh, I'm doing this thing and I have it. But it's like I'm not seeing any financial gains from it yet or like what? And then like you're letting that make you feel like shit or you're making it feel like uh, letting it make you feel like. Um, maybe it's not for you or something like, no, like ignore those thoughts because if you're in it, if you're in it and it's a marathon for you and you trust this journey, then you got to know that like the financial aspect of it does not dictate who you are as a human being. Yeah. So your, your intentions are very important as well in what what you're doing because if you get into something for the money or you get into something for the fame, when you don't get that immediately, mm-hmm. you quit, right? But mm-hmm. if you're into it because it's your passion or you're, in your case, it's how you're expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, if the money comes, that's great, but it's not necessarily like why you're doing it, right? For sure, for sure. I mean, I, I do plan on making money. Like, okay. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> but, <laughs> as you should. Uh, but yeah, it's not, it's not on the forefront. Um, and even my homie, I'm, I'm surrounded by so many people that I'm inspired by. Um, like even my homie Kenne, like uh, he's one of the creators of the Black Market Fleet, who okay. was like, you know, taking off love their Love their events. Yeah, for, it's, it's incredible. But I've known him since I was 12. Like we wow. grew up together in LA and um, like, or Cerritos. And uh, just to see the trajectory of my friends that are, that, and I know the mindset, it was never about money for, I mean, make money. It was about community and like seeing the intention behind it. And then seeing the, what comes after that is like when the intention is pure, just like myself with art, it's like my intention is to like, I want to create something that is timeless. I just, I love the idea of being a part of, of history. I love the idea of creating my own history. I love the idea of like, 
being able to connect. I had like young little black kids and, and minorities come to the show or like even when I, d- I did the Black Market Flea and like a lot of young black kids, they don't see fine art. Yeah, you know, 100%. Like, true fine art is like something that you got to go to Europe or go to the Getty. Like my parents never took me to the Getty. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't even know it existed. Same, yeah. So um, yeah, to be that inspiration and as I'm getting older and being able to like put that time and energy back and I have so many plans for what I want to do moving forward it's like it just gives you hope and it just gives you more fuel to be able to like go in harder yeah man 100% that's something that like I attest AJ Gerard to as well you know yeah. what I mean what, he, what he's doing with his like art exhibitions and introducing fine art to the young black community is mm-hmm. really beautiful and what you're doing as well because he spoke on that as well just like coming up in the in the small inner city communities they're not they're not, they don't know what fine art is and they're not exposed to the realm. AJ really is a real one, bro, because one thing, again, getting out of your own way and just being able to pay attention. When people see me now or like when they ask me like, oh, how am I doing shows? Or like how, it's such a journey, man, because even a few years ago, AJ had reached out to me because, you know, we're part of the same community. I didn't really know who he was at that time. But um, he hit me up on, uh, on Instagram, like told me he was doing this exhibition, this group exhibition. And I kind of like just ignored it, like because I'm just like my head's down. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I get a lot of DMs about doing certain things. And then fast forward, I go to this show called Shattered Glass yeah. and I'm walking around like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, why am I not in this show? Like, I feel like I could be my art is good enough. And then I look, I, I was like, wait a minute. I go to my phone, I look at the thing, and I was like, wow, this is the one he asked me to be in. Mm. And in that wow. moment, I was like, oh, I clicked. Stop being so in your head that you miss these moments. Like, you, you're getting the opportunity. You got to be present for these opportunities, bro. Yeah. And then, so I reached out to him, like, yo, my bad, man. I had no idea. And again, just trusting, because after that, he was like, don't even trip, bro. We're going to work together. And he hit me up, like, a month later, like, I'm doing Art Basel. Like, you want to do it? And I was like, of course. I had Art Basel on my vision board. Wow. Like, that's how it happened. Like, two years, exactly. And um, from Art Basel, I met the guys from um, my boys from Italy. And from Italy, like, and it's like, so so it's it's a thing that happens one after another. Wow. Like, by being present. But if I hadn't missed that, then I wouldn't have reached out to them. Then I wouldn't have. So it's like it just trusting the things along the way. Divine timing. Yeah. That's crazy how things trickle into each other and create. Like yep. like like you were mentioning before, like that was meant to happen. Yep. You know what I mean? Before that happened, it was already yours. Yep. Like like you said earlier, like knowing that something's yours before it even after it happens, like changes the game for you because in my mind that like allows you to be receptive towards the blessings that are coming. Yep. So if you have another goal, you can be like, you know what, that's already mine. Like it's gonna happen. Yep. And it allows you like the universe almost will give it to you. Yep. Right? Man, I have so many, so many moments like that, or just so many little things that happen or helped uh me like figure certain things out now even like the second season of insecure before insecure like popped off or whatever i did like this little featured background thing on there and um this is before i'm like i'm I'm, like i have a manager or anything like that and i ended up uh like getting like featured on it and then they asked me to come back uh because they needed more um like footage from it like we're all eating at the same crafty Issa Rae is eating at the same crafty as me this is before she's like Issa Rae and um but I was just I wasn't present I was just like I was background fuck this and I'm not present and then um like they asked me to come back I say no I don't even go back like so I don't I don't I'm not realizing the opportunity that I have and um 
once I, like, after, you know, obviously the show goes on to be what it goes on to, and I ended up getting, like, more auditions for it for, like, actual theatrical roles and whatnot. But it was just, like, that moment of, like, bro, like, you had the opportunity to, like, build community with people who are doing the thing that you are inspired by doing, and then you kind of passed it. And, like, yeah. so when my opportunity came with Snowfall, I was, like, okay like that's what's up and then now um, my boy who plays uh leon isaiah he's one of my best friends bro like we actually like still kick it like i went out to uh, atlanta to go see him and his family and like we actually talk i talked to like multiple people from the show who i'm still cool with but it's just about being present and like taking full taking the full thing from these moments and opportunities that's awesome that you've come to that realization because i feel like it's almost like a cheat code to life because you don't yeah. you know how many like bags you could miss out on by like not being present Bruh. in that way that you explain it like there's probably like in everybody else's life there's probably tons of opportunities that you missed out on just because you weren't present yep. so being present moving forward i'm sure is going to be a big testament towards everything that's coming for you for sure man just being present and having fun along the way and really like um one thing that i really connect to also is just like releasing any ego like that's one thing i heard kevin hart say in one of these interviews um, is that there's no like real moves there's no ego involved because you don't need to try to be on the forefront of everything like to make real connections even when i'm in some of these rooms now that i'm blessed to be in there's no phones there's no none of that it's like real genuine connection like this right here is going to take me so much further than trying to do something on social media or trying to like you know like it's 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 never really about that it's about like what moves can we really make what relationships can we really build and like as human beings as people you know yeah man you're flowing through life bro it sounds like it sounds like <laughs> things just happen for you and you're in a space to just capitalize on the opportunities that are coming and you're just kind of like seems like you're just flowing like things are things are presenting themselves and you're capitalizing on it and you're like accomplishing these things that are coming your way man that's the goal bro some days are easier than others but um that is my intention for sure, throughout my life. To be in a place to flow. Yeah, bro. Because even <clears throat> one of the things I said at another spot was um, I like to consider myself now, even they talk about renaissance, man, or whatever. It's like I like to consider myself as a creative vessel. Mm. Like whatever. I want the universe to use me to create whatever. Because it's always like trying to do something from myself or if I just look at myself as this one entity is limiting myself. You already know, like, the, the universe has bigger plans than we could ever have for ourselves. So I just now, instead of asking, like, um, like how, instead of asking how, I'm like, show me how. Mm. That's always my thing now to myself. Show me how. Because then that, then you get used. Like, and then so even when I'm creating, I don't look at it as like, oh, I'm like, nah, like, I have no idea how I'm doing this, bro. <laughs> I never went to school for this shit. That's so, true. Like, I just, I just like, I, I, once I started, I felt like I spoke the language and I know that's God. That's like a gift. It literally is. So I'm just like, just show me what to do. Show me how to do it. And then like, it just comes out as it comes out. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it too. Like, you don't have to have it all figured out from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like you work through it and you experience it, like things will happen. And I think oftentimes, and I've definitely fallen susceptible to this too, is thinking that you have to have things figured out before you start. And I think that delays right. a lot of people's journeys because they're not getting that start because they're too focused on like thinking they need whatever it is to even get started. Especially with acting, bro. People have that 
thing that it just seems so like big that it prevents them from starting and they're always asked like how do I get a manager how do I get an agent literally bro I had um I had a camera I had one of my homies because I was like all right well the biggest thing with acting is they have to see you doing something that you want to be seen doing and then like now it's like you come to them with something but most people are trying to come like I don't have shit and they're just like I'll you know like sign me or do something like it doesn't work that way so I was Mm -hmm. like well what do I know I know hood shit (laughs) like I grew up in LA (laughs) so I created a short not even a full short film just like a scene a couple of scenes and I got some homies together from acting classes a couple of friends and I had some friends that was like oh we gotta we gotta uh do it this way or blueprint we gotta write i was like fuck all of that i wrote down this little two-page thing or whatever nice let's do it let's go again just throwing the dart that got me snowfall oh it did yeah that's how you got it that's how because you really created that for yourself then i had to bro and then it's just like because these opportunities are not just going to like it's you have to create the opportunity you got to create the moment like and then show up when the opportunity comes but um, yeah, literally, my managers didn't have anything because I got signed from like the commercials that I did, but they didn't have anything to be able to like pitch me to on like theatrical stuff. And um, so I was like, okay, what do I need to do? So I just literally, it took like a day or two, man. And then like, then there you have it. So yeah. it's just about creating the moments or opportunities for yourself, like scale it down. Don't have to think of it as like this, I gotta create a movie for them. To, like, no, you just have to create a scene just like it doesn't even matter if it's just you in the shower crying or something like that it's like oh now we we know we can cry in the shower it's like that's it like let's just do something that they can help see you do so yeah it's and it's better than just sitting there and like waiting on the opportunity to come find you because what's Mm -hmm. the worst that happens like you make that scene you submit it and like you don't get accepted like you're in the same place that you were at before exactly so just constantly motion towards whatever it is you're trying to do yeah that's real, man. It's been that way. I've looked at my life that way now for a while. Even and now I'm getting back to that because I've been in this space now where a lot of the the projects I've done have been connected to hood because that got me my start. So it's now like, okay, so I have to take control of that and I have to be able to create something for myself outside of that now. Okay. So it's it's just about taking the initiative to be able mm. to like really dictate what you want to do for your career especially with acting because it's such a like oh we see he can do that well so let's just keep giving him more of that so that's all you're going to be getting is what you're what you're putting out there in it's a the majority of the opportunity sometimes and just comes with being a black minority is just like you know a lot of the projects that happen so it's you have to become very intentional about what you desire to do next you're kind of taking control of your own destiny in that sense right as as much as you can for sure and even like outside of that i just enjoy it also i love visual arts i love being able to like write and create and like just make something and like one of my friends that i'm truly inspired by is my homie melvin um greg like he like watching people like him who fully take initiative like writing things producing things getting things done it's just like no one's gonna do it for you yeah. you know like just do do the shit yourself and then like op- more opportunities will come like you can get opportunities just by like waiting for auditions and stuff but you can create more opportunities instead of just waiting for opportunities if you really take initiative yeah creating your own opportunities that's something that aj gerard spoke on a lot about too in, in his uh my conversation with him yeah was also that like if there isn't an opportunity there, it's your job to create it. You know what I mean? What 
what where there is emptiness it's your job to fill it that's kind of i think the words that he used for it Mm. so i definitely agree with that and i think that you know what you're speaking on makes a whole lot of sense as well how did you how did you even get into acting how 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 did you what made you want to get into it in the first place um again coming from like a sports background and then just like i always felt like i could be good or like just naturally good at different things um, and I learned things really quickly, and um, I'm, I love diving in to certain things. Like, one of my favorite things is, like, you get an opportunity. Um, it's like, oh, this person plays the piano, or, like, this person can do this thing. I'm like, oh, dope. That means I'm going to dive in, I'm going to figure this shit out, and I'm going to learn. I love having those opportunities. So, But before I started acting, I was like, well, I love doing a bunch of different things. What's something that can allow me to do anything? And, like, whatever I desire to do, somehow I could figure out how to do it. And that's acting. Mm. And so I just thought about that. I um, And I had a friend, like, my homie Dom, he booked a, a McDonald's commercial, like, aired on the Super Bowl. And I was, like, hell inspired by that. I was, like, what? Like, it was just a close-up of his face. And I'm just, like, what? You can do that? Like, Because that's somebody you actually knew. Yeah, like, grew up different. with. And, um, yeah, it super inspired me to do that. And then, so... I ended up, um, like, taking a little commercial class and, again, like, just learning from uh, the little victories because I talked myself out of going to that commercial class. You did. I was so nervous, yeah, that I just didn't go. <laughs> like, oh, you just no-showed. No-showed. And then, so, I, I have a, like, I, I've been keeping the journal now for, like, the last 10 years. And I wrote in the journal, like, yo, it's all good, man. Like, go to the next one. Do not skip the next one. Like, just, like, just, like, hyping myself up or whatever. And I went to the next one and just got that out the way and, like, did that and then, like, went to the next one and the next one. So little victories, man. It doesn't always start. At least it didn't always start with just, like, massive confidence and I'm going to become a thespian and do this thing. Like, no, it was, like, I was nervous like anyone else, you know. And then, like, uh, just but learning. And I learned. And mm. I got into commercials or whatever. And then um, I personally sought out. Like acting, acting is something I, I pursued like heavily. Once I figured out it's something I wanted to do, and art, I feel like it's something that just naturally came to me. And um, but I love them both equally. And um, I started taking off commercially. I did this one uh, like fitness commercial for Asics, and it paid me like twenty five hundred bucks for like an hour of working out, Damn. like just doing modeling. Yeah, working out. When I got that check, I was like. <laughs> Oh, like I can get paid doing this? There's much down. Yeah, and, and I was like, so that victory. Price took, went up. Yeah, it took me off that way. And I was like, oh, I, I can do this thing. So I just like hit somebody up. I got some headshots, went on this thing called LA Casting, like put myself on there. And then I went on IMDb Pro. This is game, y'all. I went on okay. IMDb Pro. Uh, when you pay for IMDb Pro and you go to the agents and managers and stuff, it gives you their email, it gives you their information. I fucking emailed, like, starting from A through Z, bruh. Like, I emailed, like, mad uh, agents and managers and stuff and um, wow. sent them, like, told them who I was. I sent them my stuff, and I got some um, some interviews or whatever. Damn, for some yourself. Some meetings, yeah, for myself. And uh, before that, I was with, like, a little boutique agency, and then I ended up, like, my... The, one of the agents there left, and then he ended up going to this big agency called Daniel Hoff. That's who I'm with to, to today. Okay. And, um, yeah, so he ended up going there. I didn't know he went there, but then I, I just researched, like, top 100 agencies in L.A. or top 10 agencies or whatever. And then I submitted myself to them, too, and then I ended up getting an audition with Daniel Hoff. And then I went there, and my old agent was there. 
Wow. Like, and I was like, oh, and he, and he thought I was like seeking him out. And uh, at the time, <laughs> I was like, nah, bro, I'm just like looking for another agency. But it just worked out because he showed me love and was just like, all right, look, this is what you got to do. And then so I ended up booking or I ended up getting signed with them. And then so I did the IMDB Pro thing for my managers. Had meeting with them. They fuck with me. I had already booked like multiple commercials or whatever. And then so I ended up getting signed theatrically. And um, yeah, it took me a few years before I got signed like a theatrical agent, also with Daniel Hoff. And um, yeah, and then like the rest is history, man. Like I just been grinding and working with this team and it's been very beneficial since. Wow, I love that story. Nobody's gonna advocate harder for you than yourself. Nah, bro. That's a fact. You gotta get it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta you, get which, it out here, Which man. worked for you, man. Like. I love the fact that you're so intentional. Like you are literally the catalyst for your own life. Mm -hmm. Like you, everything that you've gotten, it's because you've done the work to achieve it. You know what I mean? Like none of this happened by accident. Yeah. You were super and intentional. A lot of people too, man. It's like, that's why I fuck with this podcast heavy too, because Thank it's you. like, yeah, man, because it's like you get to talk to the people and the, those like from a range of people who are already on and those who are on their way and those who are just getting started or whatever yeah. the case, opposed to like people only see like the Michael B's or the Jonathan and like the people who are already way over there. And it's like, nah, bro, there is a place in between that, uh, that mm -hmm. there is a lot of people. And like even now I, I had to do this much work to get here. To yeah. be able to have this conversation with you. So it's like there is a lot of things that you got to do for yourself in order to, along the way before you get to whatever it is that you think you want to get to. But just being acknowledging like you, where you're at now is fucking dope and like just enjoying the journey. Because there are people who appreciate me and you for whatever we're doing now and that, that want to be where we're at today. And I appreciate that as well because I'm not looking at it like always looking up. I'm like, I fuck with where I'm at right now. 100%. I know where I'm going. Like, and this is just what it looks like for me. Man, very well said. I feel the same exact way. I love that sentiment because when you're looking at the top of the top versus like where you're at, mm -hmm. it seems so un unobtainable and so right. unreachable. But <clears throat> there's a lot of moves that need to be made, like you said, in order to get towards that upper echelon and even if it's that that upper echelon isn't where you want to be like there's a pocket for you yep. in any any space and i love like this whole community you know what i mean that you're a part of and that i'm a part of and i feel like everybody kind of helps build each other up and gives game to each other and i feel like there's enough room for everybody to eat you know what i mean there's enough Most room stuff. for everybody to win like we can all fit in in our own area 100 percent, man definitely i i feel like there is more than enough room for everyone. And uh, I just want what's mine. Like, even when I pray, I just ask, like, God, just give me what's mine. I don't care about nothing else that nobody else is doing. Um, I just know that there are amazing things aligned for me, and I just pray to be in alignment with whatever that is. Okay, that's beautiful. You said you just want what's for you. That's it, man. I'm Nothing not here else. to take yours. I'm not here to take hers. <laughs> I'm not here to take nobody else's, man. I just know that we all have greatness within us. We all have a bunch of things that we can um, contribute to and like our impact in this world. And I'm just very interested in being able to like expand on whatever that is for me. I love that. I love that. So you seem like you're in a very good headspace right now. What's next for you in 2023? Do you have anything that coming up that you want to plug, whether it's for acting or for your art? Uh, I mean, I have a few things, man. I, I'm doing uh, Artist Talk January 7th, I believe. Uh, as I close out the show, 
I'm doing uh, I'm doing another show in Milan. I'm possibly doing another show in New York. Well, I am doing a, a solo show in New York as well. And um, yeah, man, my, I, I have a lot of goals. I have a lot of things that I desire to do film-wise. Uh, I have I have this film coming out with G Easy called Also's. Oh, I'm wow. excited. Yeah, I'm excited for that to drop too. We shot that like, I don't know, like a year and a half, almost two years ago. Wow. It's doing a festival circuit. And then I did this, um, I'm in this pilot with Kerry Washington uh, that's dropping sometime next year also. But I'm just open. Like, there's things that I've done, there's things I'm excited to do. I don't know exactly what's happening, but I'm open to receiving whatever the fuck this universe has for me and I'm looking forward to it man cuz I know I'm going, I'm about to go crazy next year. Yeah, I can I can already <laughs> feel it. I can feel the passion like from you. Like you have like sort of an aura about yourself where Thanks, I think the things that are happening to you are for good reason. You deserve it all and I'm excited to see what's to come from you man cuz you talking like some good shit's about to happen next year and Thank you, bro. I'm ready to see it all for you. Likewise, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. So where can people follow you on socials if they want to continue to follow your journey? Uh, man, everything is just my name, Calvin Clausell Jr. Cal Calvin Clausell Jr. Yeah, okay, across cool. all socials. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad I got the last name right. Pronounced yeah. it. <laughs> Took some learning, but I'm glad I got it. Yes, awesome, bro. Well, I knew we should have this conversation. I knew you had some good consciousness to you, and I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming from here. I'm rooting for you, and yeah, man, we're excited to see what, what's to come next for Calvin. Likewise, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Appreciate awesome. You. Well, from Ambiance, this is Levi and Calvin checking out. We'll see you next time. Peace.